Uh, let's see. Uh, what else? I, I, it, where, do we, where to begin, I guess? Uh, I'm going to give you three things, okay. and you tell me which one is the most surprising. Okay? Mm-hmm. Cam Newton released by – and I'm gonna, let me give you the three. Okay. Cam, and, I'm, and I may throw you a curveball here. You may not know this. We haven't we – haven't, we haven't conversated a ton today. We've both been real busy. Uh, Cam Newton being released by the by the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Garrett Gilbert being released by the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Rusty Reynolds at Axtell resigning as the head football coach. Most surprising. I'm going to say Rusty Reynolds most surprising. Me too, by far. Uh, didn't see it coming. Had a chance to talk to Rusty a little bit today. And uh, and he's going to remain with the, with the program and with the school as the athletic director. But uh, Justin Havard is going to step in, the offensive coordinator, as the uh, – the, I don't know if it's an interim or as he's the head coach. But he, I think he'll guide them the rest of the way this season. So, uh, again, in, in just kind of talking with Coach Reynolds, he, he felt, and I think – Maybe it was mutual that uh, it was time to to do something different. Mm-hmm. So after uh, after just one week of the season, he has stepped down as the as the head coach, and I f- I find that a little, no, I find that a lot surprising. You just right. don't see that in a, in the middle of a season. You certainly don't see it early in a season. Right, right. Not in this juncture. It's not a normal thing to have that happen. So uh, we'll see how that all unfolds for for the Axel Longhorns. I. Uh, at first, I was surprised by the Cam thing. But if you stop and think about it, isn't that the right thing to do if he's not going to be the starter? If you are, if you have decided that he's not your guy, do you want a guy who, who fully expects to be a starter on your roster with a young guy? Uh, I mean, if, I, I – If you feel like that you can trust him to mentor that young guy – um. Yeah, I I think so. But if if you feel like that, it's always going to be a question. Where's Cam? Why is Cam not playing? Where are we at with this? How is it? How is it going? Is, is it going to change? Um. Then I think you make the move and just say, hey, you know, this is kind of the Patriot way. The Patriots go out and get somebody, and you know, when they're done with them, they get rid of them. Well, and it also. And, and, again, I'm just speculating here. It also gives him the opportunity to go find a place to land and potentially yeah. play. Well, because he's in the twilight of his career, let's he be is. honest. He is. And, and standing there holding the clipboard probably is not in his top ten. No, that's not what he has in mind right now. No, he, 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 he has in mind being a starting quarterback absolutely. in this league. And it's not going to happen in New England. No. So why Obviously not go someplace not. else? Yes. And Where? I, that that's, was my next question. Where? I don't know who he starts for right now. I'm not sure who who picks him up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I don't. But much less starts. I'm talking about. And, and before anybody says Dallas, stop. Don't go there. You don't need him here. In, in that same scenario, you. you That's you, not what he wants to do. No, he, well, he. And he would he be a disgruntled backup quarterback? We don't know. I don't. I don't know. I you, think you would assume my he probably assumption would, it would yeah. because again he is. 
a guy. Look, he's a pro, a former MVP. Mm-hmm. He's not a clipboard holder. Well, he hadn't he hadn't been Cam Newton since the Super Bowl. Agreed. When he didn't fall on the fumble. Agreed. Unless he wants to be a backfield, then uh, back. Excuse me, back up. Then he's not playing. Then he's not going to be on an NFL NFL roster this year. There are no starting jobs available. The ones that are still being worked out are between two people who they're deciding, like Dalton and Fields in Chicago, or uh, or Lance and Garoppolo in the 49ers. Everybody else has a starting quarterback, and they're not going to just replace him with Cam. Where can he go? Where the it's a clear cut starter. But if something falters, he could slide in. I, I think that's what that's that's what he's got to look for. Washington. Uh, it's, yeah, possibly. Uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, and and again, his style of play, Warden. I think you'll agree, is not a prototypical NFL quarterback. He does a lot of things just he, a little different. He does. He does. And, but he hasn't. He's not that guy anymore either. Agreed. He's just not that guy anymore. So, I mean, this. I've heard this, all kinds this, of stuff. I, I just, I don't, I don't know where he could possibly land. I don't think that there's a team out there that says, ooh, we could have Cam Newton as a starter. Well, we'll just go ahead and do that and bring this guy along. I don't think that there's a team out there for that. There was one report today, and I got tickled about it, because there was one report today that said he wants to have a young guy that he's he's molding when he when he beats Tampa in three weeks, and I'm like, are you kidding me already? He, 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 does he want to beat Tampa in three weeks? Absolutely, he does. Why? Because it's the next game on the schedule. If you beat Tampa and you don't win enough games to make the playoffs, does it really matter? No. It, so it, he chose the guy that he thinks gives him the best chance to win now. I, I don't think this is about building for the future of that franchise. I think it's about winning. Because I don't think you do that in professional sports anymore. I think it's about winning now. Well, I, I, I think there is something to, you know, you see there's not a future with this guy, but there is a future with that guy, and you're going to take your lumps for a little while and, and get things in place. I do see that in the NFL. Maybe. Okay. I, I mean, I, I, I think that – I think everybody wants to win now, but realistically you have to look at it as a coach and understand, hey, we don't have the tools to win now, but we have the tools that we can build on. The patience of fans, the patience of management isn't what it used to be. Well, it's not, but it's the, it's the reality, though. I mean, I, that's, that's the reality of football. You have to know that. I mean, you're not going to go in there and say, hey, we're going to bring in this rookie quarterback – and expect to win right now. It's just not the reality. So, he's out. Where does he go? I don't know. I don't either. It'll be interesting to see. So, uh, we uh, welcome you into the program. It's at nine minutes after four. Four oh nine here on this. Uh, yes, you got breaking news? Well, it was just a really interesting tweet by uh, Clarence Hill, who we have on the show quite frequently. He said, uh, we were talking about back, the Cowboys' backup situation. I know we're going to talk about it more. He says, also know that the Cowboys may not make a move on a veteran backup until week two. A vested veteran on roster week one guarantees his salary for the season. Signing week two makes better business sense for the team in case they want to make a cut down the line. All money counts. I had never heard that, and I thought that was, that was well, yeah, a pretty good yeah, point. If you're, on, if you're on the roster week one, you're guaranteed a certain salary the rest of the way. If you're picked up throughout the season, 
then you're not guaranteed anything. Interesting to see how that how that unfolds in, in the decision making process for the Cowboys. So we'll see. Uh, before we talk about the Cowboys, and we're going to get into that real quick, uh, the the New Orleans Saints ward. Uh, they're in Dallas, and, and good for the Cowboys for letting them use the facilities and what have you. Uh, what, where they go and what they do from this point is is anybody's guess right now with with the hurricane situation down in down in Greater New Orleans. I mean, they're in a tough situation right now, mm-hmm. as is friends and family for them in, in that uh, part of the country. Yeah, and you know, college football is in the same in the same boat. They're having to move games as well, and so. Yeah, that's that's going to be that's that's just devastating. But that's also going to be interesting to see how they maneuver and, and figure out how they go from here for the next few weeks. Listen to Sean Payton as he talks about how he's approaching this. Hey, real quick, so just to clarify, you don't anticipate that you guys will be going back to Metairie within the next week's practice. I don't think so. I think that's man. I think that would be um, unrealistic. And so I think what's more realistic is once this roster gets reduced, I, I kind of see these guys Wednesday taking some time away. A lot of these guys will head back to where they're from originally maybe. Um, and then me on Wednesday telling them, hey, I'll see you guys Sunday night, and here's where we're going to be. And, uh, and we're going to start practicing on Monday. We just got to fill in that last blank. How about the leadership there? I mean, that's what I took away from that. Hey, you guys go do what you need to do. I got this. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty cool, I, I yeah. think, on, on his part. And Absolutely. maybe I'm the only one that, that, that felt that. And, but I listened to that about five times this morning, and I kept saying, golly, that's uh, – you know, and then maybe that's what he's supposed to do. But it's just the way he delivered it. Mm-hmm. it. It just made me feel like, okay, this guy – Coach Payton's got this. And these guys can, can exhale – relax a little bit and, and go take care of family and, and go home, whatever they, you know, wherever home might be and, and then get ready. We'll let you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So anyway, good move. Uh, uh, yeah. So again, as, uh, as, as you know, the Cowboys kept Cooper rush on the roster to back up Dak Prescott currently. And Jerry Jones appeared on the uh, flagship station for the Dallas Cowboys in the Metroplex KRLD FM. Uh, we, of course, had him for now going on, I think, three years. This be the third season. And uh, uh, I, just, I just think that he's uh, uh, shown that uh, he uh, can uh, run the complete offense. And uh, credit to him, he had some tough competition. Uh, those guys uh, didn't cut him any slack. Uh, he's had a lot of reps. All of our quarterbacks have because of the absence of Dak. Uh, all of those things make us feel real comfortable here. Jerry, how much do you guys judge? I know you judge everything, but we were curious. How much do you judge practice reps versus, you know, the limited game reps you see these guys play at quarterback? How, how do you weigh those two together? Well, uh, if you're specifically looking at the uh, competitive, uh, uh, the, the premier competitive, the uh, news coming out that you guys have uh, released Ben DiNucci and Garrett Gilbert. Uh, what led to the decisions to keep Cooper Rush over those guys? Well, I think his consistency, uh, we've, of course, had him for now going on, I think, three years. This be the third season. And uh, 
uh, I just I just think that he's uh, uh, shown that uh, he uh, can uh, run the complete offense. And uh, credit to him, he had some tough competition. Uh, those guys uh, didn't cut him any slack. Uh, he's had a lot of reps. All of our quarterbacks have because of the absence of Dak. Exactly uh, all of saying. those things make us feel real comfortable here. That's uh, Jerry Jones talking about the decision-making process, uh, keeping Cooper Rush. He'd been in the system three years. So, Am, am I mistaken? He wasn't there last year. Right? When they had Andy Dalton, he wasn't with the Cowboys. They brought him back. Uh I don't know. I was don't he, remember. Was he practice honestly. squad? I don't think so. I don't hmm. think he was even on on the roster last year for the Cowboys. I could be wrong, but I almost. We will find out when we talk to R.J. Ochoa. Yeah, R.J. will know that. But I almost remember, I thought that they had released him when they got Andy Dalton. And Danucci was the, uh, Danucci was the practice squad quarterback last year. I don't know. I don't remember, quite frankly. Uh, we'll find out. We'll talk about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll talk about it with R.J. Ochoa, who's going to, from Blog of the Boys at ESPN San Antonio, who's going to join us at 5. 4.30 this afternoon, the head coach of the Conley Cadets, Coach Terry Garrick, is going to uh, be on the program. And then we'll talk some Baylor football around 5.30 this afternoon with Jerry Hill from uh, Baylor Bear Insider. So that's that's kind of the lineup. It's uh, 15 after 4, 4.15. This is game time, and it's on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. An isolated shower possible early this evening, otherwise becoming mostly clear with lows falling to 76 degrees. A mix of sun and clouds tomorrow with a 30% chance of an afternoon shower popping up, a high of 98. And on Thursday, mostly sunny skies, continued humid with a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Morris Show. And we said uh, spreading that culture of joy now onto the next level. Isn't that great to see? Oh, it is great and, uh, to hear their interviews and just how they conducted themselves. And like your four guys, no matter who you talk to, they love one another. Uh, uh, high character, speak highly at Baylor University. So as a coach, uh, you're just really proud when you hear people brag about your former players. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Get ready, get set, go. Run, don't walk to Waco's newest sidewalk obstacle courses. Fun for the whole family. Get active visiting each unique obstacle course at three local parks. You can find our new community-inspired sidewalk obstacle courses at the Bledsoe Miller, Dewey, and South Waco Park, right next to the playground area. Get outside, get active, and most of all, have fun. This message is brought to you by Live Well Waco and the Waco-McLennan County Public Health District. For more information, visit us on the Live Well Waco Facebook page. 
Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. I started using when I was 13. Taylor is in recovery from an addiction to prescription opioids. It was like, oh, well, they're medications. They can't be that dangerous. My perception was once you stop using, like, that's it. Your life is over. I didn't even realize that I needed help until, like, the day that I got arrested. I have been able to accomplish a lot in my recovery. I just want to be happy, and I want to thrive in my life. If you or someone you know is struggling, there is hope. Recovery is possible. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic, and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls, and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys has settled on Cooper Rush as the backup to Dak Prescott. As the Cowboys get the 53 roster limit today, they released Garrett Gilbert, who started three of their preseason games, and Ben DiNucci, a seventh-round pick in 2020. The NFL Players Association has accepted NFL's proposal to increase COVID-19 testing to fully vaccinated players. Fully vaccinated players will now be tested once every seven days, and they'll be offered option of testing twice a week. Astros win four to three over the Mariners. Game two of that series tonight, 9.05 first pitch. Rangers get back-to-back wins, beating the Rockies four to three. Game two of that series, 7.05 tonight, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. The first UMHB coach Pete Fredenberg show is tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at six o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. It's 420, 20 minutes after 4 o'clock Tuesday with Tom and Ward and Aaron. We're glad you're with us as uh, we uh, prepare for football uh, coming up this weekend. On our family of radio stations, Friday nights, uh, we'll have uh, Waco and Hutto here on ESPN Central Texas. Also, Friday night, we'll have University Football over on Star 104.9 FM. And uh, then on, uh, on Friday night as well, over on Fox Sports Central Texas, uh, Ward, you guys, uh, you guys are at home again, aren't you? Yes, we are at home again. Who you got? Magnolia West. The Magnolia, the fighting Magnolias. <laughs> the fighting Magnolias are coming to town, and and uh, and your week is going to begin with the Coach Stewart show coming yes. up uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, Coach Stewart show tomorrow night uh, with uh, Scott Stewart at Wings Pizza and Things at six o'clock tomorrow night over on Fox, and tonight over on Fox mm-hmm. we have the Pete Fredenberg show starting tonight. All right, and they're getting ready for Simpson College, right? Yes, Simpson on College Saturday? on Saturday, open up the uh, season at home. So Saturday, our college coverage begins at, at I believe, two o'clock with uh, our our uh, tailgate show. <clears throat> Excuse me, tailgate show live from a uh, 
Bobcat Stadium in, in uh, San Marcos. And then the network pregame begins at 4 o'clock. Then at 6, they kick it between the Bears and the Bobcats. Uh, we'll also have Aggie football over on Kicker. And we'll have the Longhorns over on Star, uh, 104.9 FM. So, And uh, as we mentioned, we'll have UMHB over on Fox Sports Central Texas. So we'll have four college football games going about the same time in our building uh, on uh, on Saturday. So looking forward to that. It's ex- it's it's just exciting times. Uh, it, it, but you hold your breath because of COVID. I mean, let's just be honest. I, I saw where one school district uh, reported that they have over a hundred cases of uh, of COVID in their district between students and, and faculty. Got so, it. and then uh, you know Conley has decided to. Uh, to close uh, today through Friday, mm-hmm. and they'll resume classes as of now on Monday. We're going to talk to Coach Garrett coming up at the bottom of the hour about that and uh, as they proceed forward. And, you know, there's – look, they're going to – right as of now, they're going to play their game on Friday night against La Vega. And, and I, to me – and every, everybody has a different opinion, but to me, if you can safely play the football game – why not let these kids have a couple hours where they're not thinking about all of the things that have gone on in that school district over the last uh, couple of weeks? Uh, gives them an opportunity. Uh, maybe even gives – I don't know if, if, if everybody's traveling, the band and the drill team and all that stuff are going to participate. But it gives those kiddos a chance to, for a couple of hours, get away from everything that uh, that has been going on in that district over the last couple of weeks. With mm-hmm. I believe they've had uh, two faculty members pass away. Uh, from from COVID, so it has it has been a uh, a very difficult time in the Conley ISD, and and maybe this will just give them a little relief to get out and and, and play sports. So we'll see. We'll talk to Coach mm-hmm. Garrick and see what the approach is, right. and we'll do that coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, but uh, we mentioned the Bears and Texas State, and well, you could tell the other day Monday when we were at the uh, at the media press conference, Coach Dave Aranda. You could just tell there was there was a level of excitement, and, and they're ready to go. Excited for this week. Really proud of the team and the staff and the work we've put into this. Been a bunch of growth really all, all the way back to January to now. Excited to um, to put our team on display. He he added that uh, that they're very familiar with with the Texas State guys. Have a lot of um, of respect for Texas State. Know those coaches personally friends with them, have spent a lot of time learning ball with them. And so uh, this this will be fun. <laughs> yeah, that's to say the least. Uh, it should – and it's – you know, and, and you know, Ward, from playing and from coaching, you get to a certain point and you're just hitting the – you've hit the wall. It's mm-hmm. time to go play somebody. Yes. And it's pro- – and I would think Baylor's in that same boat right now. Oh, there's no they doubt. They have scrimmaged. They have practiced. They have talked about it. They have discussed and fussed. They've done it all. <laughs> get on the bus and go play, right? Yeah, it's time to go. It, you, you've got to get that kind of going because it does get stale. It does get monotonous, and it and it's not just for the players. It's for the coaching staff and everybody involved in the whole situation. So, at, at one point, you got to just figure out, okay, thank goodness it's game week. Thank goodness we get to do this a little bit differently now. And, and, you know, we talked about this last week. Baylor decided that, and I think rightfully so, that they that they were going to spend last week kind of as a dress rehearsal for this week. Mm-hmm. And so 
they may not have put the entire game plan in last week, but they certainly talked about Texas State and started looking towards Texas State. Well, so, I mean, now they know their plan. They know what they what they believe the tendencies are going to be. Remember, this is game one. Right. And a lot of times what you anticipate doesn't always happen. Mm-mm. If they, you know, if they elect to make some changes, they're certainly not going to send you an email, hey, we're, we're changing offenses. But anyway, if you – if they stick to this, what they believe is going to happen, they know tendencies. They know down and distance. They know personnel. It's just about time to go play the game now. And you said yesterday you think this should be a thumping. I do. And you think it should be a thumping by halftime. I do. I think it should be. I, I really do. And that's not taking anything away from Texas State. But you know, this, is, this is a step up for Texas State. And, you know, in all reality, I mean, this should be a game that Baylor's cutting a check for. Should be. This will be the eighth meeting. Mm-hmm. The previous seven have been in Waco, Texas. Right. That's your point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Now, they're playing seven home dates as it is. Right. So, I mean, I, I – I, And this is just right down the road now. Sure. But it's still – On the road. It's still on the road, and it's still a, a an opponent that's not – I mean, you, you should not have any trouble with Texas State, I, I would think. Uh, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. If this is 21-17 in the fourth quarter – There's a problem. You, you, you're not liking what, what you're hearing or what you're seeing. I don't think so. I don't think the coaching staff or the players would like what they're seeing as well. I, I just – I think this this should be a game where you get to go out and work your craft and, and fine-tune everything and then get some guys some playing time. Should be, in my opinion. Well, and we're going to find out. Because sure. they're, they're going to they're gonna strap it on about 6 o'clock on Saturday night. And, uh, and, and we'll find out how this thing unfolds. And, again, I, I you know – there's two things I'm going to watch. I want to watch. I'm going to watch Baylor's defense from the aspect of, hey, does it look a little different? Have they, are they doing some things a little bit different since they've had a year in the system? And then I want to see offensively how they adapt to the new offense in that wide zone approach. Mm-hmm. What should it look like, Ward? In your opinion, if you run it the way it's designed to run, should be fast. I, you know, it, it should look a lot like BYU. It should be up-tempo. It should be fast. You should be getting uh, some of the ground games at a clip, and that's the way that offense is designed to work. Now, is it all going to run seamlessly? Probably not. Probably what, not. What You know, you're going to have some bumps in the roads in game one, almost no matter who you are or who you play. You just are. You're going to have some, some mental mistakes. You're going to have some, some uh, physical mistakes. But, you know, you can live with those. The mental mistakes that you want to cut down on more than anything else, the thing that you're looking for is, hey, do they, do they grasp the concept? Do they, do they get it? Do they understand what we're trying to get accomplished here? And if that's all the case, then things should be okay. And, again, this is a game that you should out-athlete the other team, bottom line. And, and this is a game where I want to see if they're thinking about their assignments are just reacting just and playing play football. Just go out and play the game. Yeah, that's just right. Just go out and play the game. 
But as you know, when you put in a new system, and for some of these guys, this will be the third system in three years. Mm-hmm. When you put in a new system, man, sometimes you're like, okay, so on this formation, this is what. You can't play slow. If you play slow, you're gonna. It's it's not gonna work. Well, they call it read and react, mm-hmm. not think and react. I mean, right. yeah. And, so. and you're talking about from a defensive side of things. I mean, you know, offense, you just you go out and and you know do what you do mm-hmm. and just be comfortable in what you're doing. And, and, but even on the offensive side, I, I'm I'm curious if if they have to think about here's you know this is the play call here's. It's here's their defensive formation. What do I do? If, if even to me, even if you have to do that, that's a problem. You got to be able to just identify and go play. Well, yeah, you should. You should be able to. The guys that are going to have to be making the adjustments are the guys up front, which we've all talked about. You've got to win the line of scrimmage, and are those calls being made correctly? And they being made fast enough for Gary Bohanna to you know change the play at the line of scrimmage, then change your. Uh, assignment offensive line wise and things like that you, you know those things got to happen but they also have, you know as you're pointing out they can't be something where you go okay what do I do here because the ball's going to be snapped and you're going to be beat I was just looking they've got a ton I mean a ton of transfers uh, these are not homegrown bobcats if you know what I mean mm-hmm. uh, I think they probably got well I know they got over at least in the neighborhood of 40 transfers on their roster. This is remake and redo, and some are for some are for some are from some quality Division One programs. Well, and this is the idea that he put in place that he wanted to do. I mean, wasn't it Texas State that didn't offer any scholarships coming out this year? They didn't have they don't have any incoming freshmen. So I mean, you know this this is a program that's going to rely on transfers it's it's make or break for them right now uh and and i i think that that you know i don't know that they had that in mind for all the games this year i think that's for the conference games but um you know he made a conscious decision not to offer any scholarships and so these are all going to be older guys that are getting the opportunity to play if i counted correctly there's 49 transfers and i'm talking about air force arkansas oklahoma Mm. state uh some JUCO transfers, Mary Harden Baylor. Uh, th- there's there's some kids that have moved around uh, into this program, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. All right, it's 4:32. This is ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show, Brent Zwarneman joining us right now from the Houston Chronicle. I then sought out Commissioner Greg Sankey, you know, and and uh, found him on Red Radio Row down there, and he looked at me like, "Where did you hear that?" You know, and <laughs> and then uh, essentially he said, "Well, you know, rumors have been swirling." Then he said, "Yeah, no comment." You know that because and at that point, you know, then we're trying to get uh, reaction from from especially Texas and then 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 OU. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard, and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kalachis to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Dallas Cowboys have settled on Cooper Rush as the backup to Dak Prescott as the Cowboys get the 53 roster limit today. They released Garrett Gilbert, who started three of their preseason games, and Ben DiNucci, a seventh-round pick in 2020. The NFL Players Association has accepted NFL's proposal of increased COVID-19 testing to fully vaccinated players. Fully vaccinated players will now be tested once every seven days, and they'll be offered option of testing twice a week. Astros win Four to three over the Mariners. Game two of that series tonight, 9:05 first pitch. Rangers get back-to-back wins, beating the Rockies four to three. Game two of that series, 7:05 tonight, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. The first UMHB coach Pete Fredenberg show is tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas, starting at six o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we're joined now by the uh, head football coach of the Conley Cadets, Coach Terry Garrett. Coach, good afternoon. How are you? Doing good. How are you, sir? Man, appreciate your time today. Thanks so much. Uh, we were just well, talking in, in, in the last segment about – the approach for your football team. And kind of walk me through this. I, I know you guys are closed for the next several days. Is playing this game Friday night against LaVega, is this, is this almost therapeutic for the kids? Let them have something – let them go play the game and not have to think about everything that's gone on over the last couple of weeks? It, it is. It is in a way. Um, and our kids, you know, they're excited about this game and things like that, and they've worked really hard. They've earned to play this game. Uh, and we've been keeping some things in place to keep our kids safe here at Connolly ISD. Uh, our high school shut down and didn't have to. The reason we shut down is because uh, we had some cases at the other campuses, and so we're hiring a cleaning crew to come in uh, to clean everything. And so while they're cleaning the other campuses, they're going to clean the high schools also just to be safe. Um, the other thing we're doing, uh, our field house, I have been spraying it since the two days, since the very first day. We spray and fog it twice a day. And so uh, helmets, shoulder pads, any equipment that a student or employee may be around. And so our kids have, have been dealing with this the whole time. And uh, with the school shutting down uh, for four days for the cleanup, uh, you know, they were real disappointed. They thought they were going to lose this game, uh, not getting to play it is what I mean. And uh, they're really excited they still get to play the game. 
Coach, has this just become kind of, and, and it's unfortunate that it is, but just become kind of a routine and protocol for you and your coaching staff to, to do those type of things, to, to be able to, you know, give the kids an opportunity to stay safe and be able to play the game they love? It, it is. It's, it's almost coming. I mean, it's, it's different than, you know, when I grew up or it has been a few years ago. We have to make sure these kids, their health is the first thing that we look at and uh, we, that we take care of them. We make sure that they're safe here at school. Um, and so, like I said, for all of us coaches here, I mean, we have some extra duties on our hand. You know, whether it's uh, spraying helmets, uh, spraying shoulder pads, uh, fogging the locker rooms, uh, you know, cleaning weight room equipment. Uh, we spent two and a half hours today just doing that, and we'll do it one more time before we leave today. And this this game, it, this has always been one of those fun games. I mean, there's, what, four miles that separate the two campuses, and, and, exactly. and this has always been one of those football games. It, it is, and, and what's kind of neat about it is, you know, whether they're coming to watch the cadets or they're coming to watch the Pirates, when they come in that gate, they probably know somebody on the other sideline, either their family members, neighbors, friends, aunts, uncles, grandparents. And so it's a pretty exciting deal. They may even have family on both sidelines. Hey, no matter if it's Conley and LaVega, it's both, uh, they're both from the 05, right? That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, that that's what our kids, you know, they're just excited to be able to play this week. And we're playing a great uh, team. Uh, great competition, coached very well. Donnie does a great job over there with the Pirates, and uh, we just want to play the game and get out here and, and, and prove that we belong on the field and uh, get ready to play. Coach, is it one of those situations when you get there Friday and you step off the bus and you have the opportunity to do the things that you do, you kind of, as a complete coaching staff and even watching the kids probably doing it too, you just exhale a little bit and go, okay, we – everything's okay now we're we're in between the lines it's time to play a little football well uh, fortunately we're at home this week so oh. it makes it a little bit easier <laughs> but uh but uh exactly yes it, when that game starts and that whistle blows and that kickoff goes you know it's excitement it's what you've been working for all week and uh you know it it is a little bit of relief when you finally get to start the game off but uh I, like i said it's it, it's it's going to be intense and it's going to be fun and the first thing we should have done, and I apologize we didn't, is congratulate you on your first victory as the head coach of the Conley Cadets last week. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. The kids did an extremely good job last week. We got a lot of things to work on, uh, but at least we know we have to work on those things, and the kids are really responding well. I was going to say, what are, what are what are your takeaways from that victory last week? Uh, you know, with not having so many kids that have the varsity experience, for their first Friday night last, I thought they did really well. They handled themselves really well uh, in that atmosphere. It was their uh, senior night, so they had a big crowd there and walked the hatching. And, uh, you know, we got things to work on. We got to clean up in some special teams. We got to clean up in, uh, you know, on defense, uh, making calls, tackling better, offensively, staying on to blocks, you know, uh, doing a lot of the little things correct. And so this week, you know, our word of the week was to prove. And not to prove to anybody else, but to prove to ourselves that we can get this done. And so we're, we focus this week just on us. You know, we're playing the Pirates this week, the Vega, but uh, the truth of the matter is we're focusing on us. Uh, we're trying to get ready for that first district game. And so hopefully all this prepares us for that. It's interesting you say that. I was talking to uh, a coach today, and that's the exact same thing he said. He said, right now it's about us and not about the opponent. Yes, and that, that's what we've been focusing on all week. 
And, you know, when when you don't have many kids back from Friday night that have that experience, we got to make sure we're doing the little things and we're doing things correct as a coaching staff, as players. And, uh, you know, we, we know what we're about to face. But at the same time, at the end of the night, we got to take care of us and make sure we're doing what we need to to get ready for district. Hey, Coach, I know you're busy. I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for popping on, and uh, best of luck to you on Friday. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Coach Garrick over at Conley High School, and the cadets will take on Little Vega Pirates. And, and again, Ward, I, I, for everything that's, that's going on, uh, I, I think it's a, it's a good thing that they're going to get to play and let those kids get out there. And as he pointed out, you know, if they put in the work to play, let's go play. So, uh yeah, and, and that's taking, what they're going to do. And they're taking precautions. You heard him talk about everything that they're going through oh, yeah. above and beyond. So, you know, if you can do it safely, right. get out and do it. I mean, that's that's why you're that's why you're in football. That's why you're in athletics and to be able to play the games. And and, and I know that sometimes you have to make difficult decisions. Sure, and and, but, it, and it's happened. All it's you know, there's a whole list of games that have already been canceled in week two. But y- when you make those decisions. You're also affecting somebody else on the other side too. I mean, it, it affects their program, their kids, their their school district. So, you, you don't you don't go about it lightly. And uh, no. so, I mean, the fact that they're they're going to go ahead and and play this game, uh, good for them. Uh, our four o'clock hour is brought to you in part by Goodfeed in the uh, Central Texas Marketplace. We're going to take a second here, and we're going to talk about our friends over at Shorty's Pizza Shack. Shorty's Pizza Shack, where they make the dough fresh daily, where where the marinara is homemade, where the toppings, the burger, the sausage, they're all made in-house with no filler, no additives, and no artificial flavoring. They've been doing it since 2011. They're owned and operated by Baylor Lums, and the, and the store's right there off the Baylor campus at 12th and Bagby. And I'm telling you, man, it is outstanding New York-style pizza. And you uh, you can buy it by the slice, or you can get a 14-inch pie or an 18-inch pie. You can get it all right there at Shorty's Pizza Shack. Shorty's is proud to serve locally brewed craft beers in the can or on a draft by the pint or half pitcher. And you can grab a cold one enjoy homemade uh uh, homemade pizza and, and just really I- enjoy yourself at Shorty's Pizza Shack. You can dine in, take it to go, or you can sit out on the patio and uh, and and watch your favorite ball game while you have that uh, slice of pizza pie. And of course, they have wings and they've got those monster. I don't know if you've ever seen them more, but they've got chili dogs that are about six feet long each, and they are outstanding. It is Shorty's Pizza Shack, 12th and Bagby here in Waco. Baylor football lives here, and the 2021 season opener is this Saturday for Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears against Texas State. 4 p.m. Saturday for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, hosted by Derek Smith, live from San Marcos. 6 p.m. kickoff for the Bears and the Bobcats. Baylor, Texas State, this Saturday here on the flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
Hungry for fresh and delicious pizza, calzones, pasta, sandwiches, or baked wings? Royal Pizza in Clifton has a menu that offers dining options for all ages at affordable prices. They feature a lunch special, open seven days a week, and also offer delivery. Do yourself a favor and try one of Royal Pizza's specialty pizzas, like the chicken Alfredo, bacon cheeseburger, or barbecue chicken pizza, just to name a few. Proud supporter of the Clifton Cubs. Check out Royal Pizza before or after the game. Since its inception, Pickup Outfitters has remained politically neutral. We love trucks of every persuasion, not just red and blue ones. But people keep asking us where we stand, and for this one time, we're going to break our neutrality. We oppose any government intervention or legislation to end truck nudity. We believe in the American right to drive nude vehicles. We think it's disgusting, we fight it every place we can, and we want to end it, but we want to end it the right way, peaceably. Therefore, we call on Congress and President Biden to respect the rights of truck owners. Our founding fathers didn't own a truck, but if they did, I bet they would have put a bed cover and running boards on their truck. The right to keep and bear your truck the way you want is fundamental to the fabric of this nation, and we believe in that right. So we urge you to come and take it at Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, 447, and this is the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Joe Kaleo and the fine folks at Kaleo Wealth Management. The uh, Rangers, well, they, uh, <laughs> they're on a hot streak. I mean, that's all I can tell you. They have won two in a row. And that is, for them, a uh, smoking hot streak. And they got it done last night, 4-3 to three over the Colorado Rockies to improve to 46-85, and 85, just 39 under 500. Good grief. Stop. They, they did get a big blow from Nick Solak. He, uh, he left the yard. Slip inside. It almost looked like a game of twister <laughs> as uh, Solak lifts one high into the air, deep right field. This one may leave. Blackman at the wall, and it's gone. An opposite field home run for Nick Solak. With Peters on board, the Rangers now lead 4-0. So they get the uh, they get the 4-0 lead there, and the Rangers, uh, they go on and win it by a final of 4-3. Here's our stat of the day, by the way. Uh, the uh, Rangers starter, A.J. Alexi, became the first Ranger pitcher to win a start in his Major League debut since Chi-Chi Gonzalez did it in May of 2015. He's just the 16th overall in club history to win a start in a debut. And uh, he follows uh, prospect Glenn Otto uh, as the first pair of pitchers to work at least five shutout innings and allow two or less hits in their debuts in the same season. So there you go. Uh, but uh, he did. He had, a, he had a good start. Went five innings, no runs on one hit, struck out four and walked three. So – you know, Ward, when you're starting to look and, and, and seeing, you know, 
what this season is about, and we know it's it's about a rebuilding and, and actually putting people out there, getting them some A-Bs, getting them some innings, and seeing what you have and, and, and what you have at this level. Taylor Hearn and, 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 and Alexia, they're – they're promising. I'm, I'm not saying they're ready to go and, and be your frontline guys in, in 2022 and, you know, and be innings eaters. I'm not saying that at all. But, I mean, when you see guys go compete at the major league level and perform like this and have, you know, it gives you a little hope. And what they put with it, you know, in the offseason, I don't know. I mean, but at least, I mean, I just don't want this 2021 just to be about nothing. And that's what kind of bothers me. And that's what, you know, it was bothering me last month was I was like, did we just waste an entire baseball season? But I, who knows? I mean, if you can come away with with a couple of thoughts some some and feel pretty good about a couple of kids, I mean, or, or at least I'd be able to identify what their skill sets are at the major league level. And I think that's what we're finding out because, as you pointed out, it's – Look, you it, performing it in, in Frisco and performing in Round Rock is not performing in Arlington. It's a different animal, mm-hmm. and so th- this the only way to find out whether these guys can play at the big league level is to play at the big league level. I know that sounds simplistic, but I think it's true. It's very true, and that's the only way you're going to be able to see what you have, and that's what you're talking about. Find out what what is in the cupboard. What do we have to work with, and, and not necessarily. It's it's not necessarily maybe looking at these pitchers as being a part of your rotation. It might be, it, and you might find that diamond in the rough. But it also is a situation where, okay, is this guy part of the equation? If not, can we use him in a lump sum to go get the equation that we're looking for? And if they perform well enough, then you might have some trade bait and, and be able to do that. I mean, the Rangers right now, I, I saw it come out over the weekend that they have jumped up 18 spots in ML, ML, MLB as one of the best farm systems in Major League Baseball now. And that's where they're heading. They're trending upwards in Frisco and Round Rock, and they were up 14 points. That's a big jump for a minor league system to go up that many points. And so it's trending in the right direction on all levels. And, and that didn't count this recent draft class from about a month ago. It, it no, did. that did. That oh, did. it did count yeah, that. Yeah, it did. Because it, the one I saw the other day did not count yeah, that. Yeah, this, this one that came in this weekend did have those guys on it. So, I mean, and look, it that's poten- part of that's potential, and we all know what potential is. Mm-hmm. You hadn't done it yet. But, but I, what else do you base stuff on? Yeah, you, yeah that's all you can do. So – you know, look, again, letting these guys go out and play, to your point, is all you can do. And I think that's a positive for the Rangers and Ranger fans, at least in my opinion. It's painful to watch sometimes. It is. But, but it that's has what to be done. Be. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, you look at some some of the good teams that are out there right now. Use the Astros as an example. Oh, they I'm, were losing 100 games. There you go. That's exactly oh. it. They were losing. They won. They had back-to-back season 100 losses. Then and then, then and they kept building that farm system, kept building that farm system, and all of a sudden they broke through the wall. They went out and got some guys, and they added them to those farm guys that they were bringing along, and there you go. They're they're playing in the playoffs and, and – 
winning World Series. Which is exactly what the Rangers front office said they intend to do this offseason is go find guys that they mm-hmm. can plug in in key roles and in leadership roles to go with the pups that they've got mm-hmm. and, and see where it goes. So we'll find out. Uh, it's 4.50, and that is our Ranger Roundup, by the way, brought to you by Clayo Wealth Management. 4.53, we're seven in front of five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And coming up in a few minutes, we're going to visit with RJ Ochoa from Blogging the Boys. That's a cool th- – check it out. It's a great read, by the way, Blogging the Boys. Yeah, even even before we started having him on the show, his site was one of the first sites I would always go to for to look for Breaking Cowboys news. He does a great job. Blog of the Boys and ESPN L, uh, ESPN San Antonio, uh, and we'll check in with him. And, oh, by the way, if you missed any of the program, uh, no big deal. You can go to SyntexSportsFan.com, uh, and uh, you can check out all the podcast. Everything that we do on the air, uh, from the John Moore Show to the Matt Mosley Show to our program, is in a, uh, in a uh, podcast format. And it's at SyntexSportsFan.com or any of our social media sites. You can check it out. All right, the 454. We're six in front of five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we're going to take a second, and we're going to talk about our friends over at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. It's a three-step arch support system to really create a uh, a premier pain relief. Well, it's a pain re- premier pain relief product, and they – and they uh, have a three-step support system to create a total body wellness program for you. And, and we're talking about the strengthener. We're talking about the maintainer. We're talking about the relaxer. Those are the three different types of uh, arch support systems that go in your footwear. And, and again, you may have shoulder pains or back pains or knee pains. And you're going, what is wrong with my knees? Well, it may not be your knees. It, it, it may be your arch support system. Why not find out? Why not get to the, the to the bottom of it? The consultation and the fittings are absolutely free. And, I mean, I'm telling you, that's what I did. I went over there. I knew nothing about the program and went over there and sat down with them. And, and when you, and you start, they start going through the program with you, and, and you're like, I, I didn't realize that. I didn't. Yeah, I've had that. Sure. And so it starts to kind of click. You kind of kind of figure it out. And then they uh, then they're gonna size you uh, and make sure that uh, they've got a perfect arch for your particular foot, and and that's why they have 350 different sizes and 25 different styles. So they have something for everyone. It, the consultation and the and the fitting, it's absolutely free. Check them out. They're open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday from 10 until 6 and Sunday from noon until 5. We're talking about Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. An isolated shower possible early this evening, otherwise becoming mostly clear with lows falling to 76 degrees. A mix of sun and clouds tomorrow with a 30% chance of an afternoon shower popping up, a high of 98. And on Thursday, mostly sunny skies, continued humid with a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. 
great food and hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe in Robinson. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burrito, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. The daily lunch special includes free dessert. Or check out the world-famous Rocket Burger with two one-third pound patties and all the fixings. The Friday Night Lights all-you-can-eat catfish special is just what fans enjoy on their way to the home games. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, straight up and down, 5 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas in the 5 o'clock hours. The service of VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. They're currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply for these jobs at 7601 Imperial Drive. Let's talk some Cowboys football, shall we? We welcome into the program from Blogging the Boys and ESPN San Antonio, RJ Achoa. RJ, good afternoon. We appreciate your time on this busy day of course guys how's it going been uh, been relatively chill uh, <laughs> so rj the, i started to say the cowboys have got the roster set but i don't want to say that i want to say that they've got that down to the league required 53 players is this roster set in your opinion no i think we're going to see a, a number of changes maybe you know i don't know somewhere between 15 to 20 percent of it potentially changing the cowboys have Seven players, at least as many as seven players, that could potentially be placed on injured reserve. Uh, the distinction is that players have to be placed on injured reserve after the 53-man roster has been set in order to be eligible, eligible to be brought back during the season, which is why these um, sort of particular details have to happen in this particular way. So once that happens, the Cowboys will theoretically have seven or as many as seven roster spots open up. They currently have five players on the COVID list that do not count against the roster, so that's five of your seven. They cut their long snapper today in a bit of a just kind of procedural move to, to have a temporary roster spot. So they just have some, some card shuffling that has to happen before they have 53 guys ready to roll for Tampa next week. As far as the quarterback situation, is this how you saw it unfolding? Yeah, I'd say so, um, just because the Cowboys are predictable. I don't know that, that I or anyone necessarily feels great about it, but it definitely it was something you could see coming from a mile away. Um, Cooper Rush is a, is a fine young man. He's, he's a, a great guy, but um, the fact that he's, you know, one heartbeat away, so to speak, from or one, one moment away from 
potentially being the most important player on the team is is frustrating. I mean, the Cowboys had an entire offseason to kind of revisit last year and, and what plagued them. And obviously you're banking on Dak Prescott playing the entire season. And, and if you lose him for a serious amount of time, the season's over. But if you have to have your backup quarterback play a game, I don't know that Cooper Rush is capable of winning that for you. And so the fact that they've doubled down on that after they spent the most of the offseason anticipating Garrett Gilbert winning the job just to cut Gilbert um, just feels a little bit haphazard, and that's frustrating. When you look at this quarterback situation, do you feel like that maybe they're looking around right now? I mean, do they even have a practice squad guy on the roster right now? They don't, but Garrett Gilbert could be somebody that they signed to their practice squad, so they could ultimately keep him around. But, um, you know, and that's been something people have said forever. Oh, the backup quarterback for this team is somebody who's on another team right now. And I just, I don't, you know, now that cuts are official, I don't know anybody who was cut. That, you know, if you had to play a game right now with that guy as your starting quarterback, you'd feel pumped about it. And obviously Cam Newton was cut, and, and that's certainly one, one discussion to have. But, um, it's, it's hard to imagine that anybody out there is, is worthy of whatever, you know, work they got to do to bring them in. I mean, and that's, you know, and that's kind of where they're at now. Now their argument is, well, you know, Cooper's better than all these other options. Like, yeah, that's the case, you know, on August 31st, the time to act was back in March, back in April, but they sat on their hands and, and now they have to kind of lie in the bed that they made. RJ, if they were to go find somebody, wouldn't, wouldn't it cost them some money? You know, I, I think it, it would cost them some draft capital. And, you know, over the weekend, we saw Gardner Minshew get traded from the Jaguars to the Eagles. That was the move to make. I mean, you know, from a financial perspective, Gardner's on a not only a rookie contract, which is a cheap contract, but he's on a rookie undrafted free agent contract. He's literally on the cheapest possible deal that any quarterback could conceivably be on. And he has, you know, very recent history in terms of starting in the NFL. He's still a young player, still growing, still developing. And he's under contract through 2022. So if you had been willing to give up a sixth-round draft pick, which is really not the biggest deal if we're all being honest with ourselves, you would have had your backup quarterback seemingly set for the next two years, and you would have been in a much more stable place if Dak has to miss a game or two games or a month, God forbid. After – all the preseason's over, getting ready for Tampa. What's the biggest question mark on this team for you, for R.J. Ochoa right now? I think who their swing tackle is going to be because, you know, Lyle Collins is obviously healthy, but he's had two stingers in the last two weeks and obviously missed all of last year. And, and that's just Lyle. Tyron Smith obviously missed an enormous amount of time last year and hasn't played a full regular season since 2015. So it really does feel like a matter of when, not if the Cowboys are going to have to rely on their depth at that position. And I don't think they have any. I mean, they have Ty Insecki and Terrence Steele, but but that's about it. I mean, just, just because you have names doesn't necessarily mean you have people that you can rely on. And so that that does feel like that shoe is going to ultimately drop at some point this season, and that's going to be something that plagues them. And, and that's the other thing. I mean, if you have a quarterback who's coming off of an injury that cost him all of last season, who you gave an enormous amount of money to over this offseason, I would imagine that you would be invested in protecting him at all costs. And I would imagine that you would – you know, be considerate of the fact that your tackles might not necessarily be able to make it through a season. The Cowboys, look, Micah Parsons is, is going to be awesome, and I think we're all really excited to watch him. But they passed on Rashawn Slater twice in the first round of this past draft. And, you know, we'll see what kind of player he develops, uh, you know, towards or as uh, for the Los Angeles Chargers. But those are decisions, you know, when, when you make one, you're, you're not making others. And, you know, there are potential timelines that you're missing out on. And so hopefully those things don't end up costing the Cowboys in any way. 
Talking with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys and ESPN San Antonio. R.J., you, you mentioned Cam Williams uh, earlier, and we were talking about it. I, he's a guy, I think, that wants to go someplace where he literally has a chance to play, not not hold a clipboard and stand on the sideline. Is, is, is that going to hurt his opportunities to, to be picked up by somebody? I'd, you know, I'd say so. And, I mean, it's certainly understandable. I, I'm with you. I think that, you know, maybe Houston makes more sense, maybe Denver, uh, maybe Washington, obviously a reunion with Ron Rivera there, um, maybe Chicago, you know, if, if for whatever reason Matt Nagy still hates Justin Fields. I mean, you know, there, there are a handful of, um, a handful of places that, um, that do make sense. Maybe Detroit, you know, if Jared Goff doesn't work out. But um, I, I think, you know, We've, we've obviously it's been a few hours since he's been available and so we've talked about it you know we had our, our youtube show we, we wrote an article about it and um he, he is an interesting player he's always been um a polarizing player i've, n- I've never understood people you know are, are so you know turned whatever about him i've always loved cam um but in, in our current climate he you know he, he presents an option or presents a level of difficulty because he seemingly is not vaccinated and so if you're, you know, arbitrary team X with arbitrary quarterback Y, and, you know, do you want to introduce that element into your locker room? Do you want to introduce that potential reason for your quarterback to be a close contact, you know, and be a close contact on a Friday and have to miss a game on a Sunday? And so that is a real factor. I mean, obviously that's a a subject that, uh, you know, uh, instills or, or agitates a lot of people and, and draws a lot of opinions in, in a number of different ways. But it's a, it's a variable when it comes to team building right now. And that's, that's a cold reality, but that is still a reality nonetheless. And so I, I think that teams have to consider that. And I think that that is something that there might be a line in the sand for a lot of people so that they don't have to potentially put their quarterback room at risk. RJ, after the four preseason games, you look at this defense as a lump sum, is it improved from last year, or how much better is it if it is improved? I think it's improved, um, but but that bar is pretty low. I mean, as, as we all know, um, I I think that they're probably you know when they're operating at their best, when when they're all you know healthy, which is certainly the case now. Uh, when their best players are on the field, which you know if if Jalen Smith is out there, you know you're you're operating. I wouldn't say with ten players, but you're not at your best. So. When, when things are truly a meritocracy, when, when you've got your best guys out there, you're all healthy. I think this is, you know, a top 17, top 16 group. And I think that this is a group that can force some turnovers, that can force some three and outs, that can give their offense some short fields to work with. And I think that that's, that, that's a fair ask coming off of, you know, one year's worth of work. You can't expect Dan Quinn or anybody to come in and in one year wave a magic wand and turn them into a top 10 defense. But you can expect that kind of growth and expect them to, to be a reason why the team wins and, and not always be the reason why they lose. And so I do think that that's right where they're operating right now. RJ, looking to your crystal ball, tell me, uh, does the, uh, the, do the Saints play a regular season game at AT&T Stadium against somebody other than the Cowboys? <laughs> uh, ironically, the Saints host the Cowboys the week after Thanksgiving, so they will meet uh, in 2021. I don't think so, just based off of the schedule at AT&T Stadium, um, given you know prior commitments and whatnot. It does seem like that they might have to play a game elsewhere other than the Superdome. Um, I think the Alamo Dome makes sense. You know, I, I think something like that. You know, maybe 
um, that, is, that is a little bit more available and doesn't necessarily have as, as many, you know, restraints or as many prior commitments could work a little bit better for what they need. It's obviously an unfortunate situation and certainly, you know, thinking of and, and praying for everybody uh, in the New Orleans and Louisiana area. But um, I think the Cowboys or, or rather AT&T Stadium is just kind of stuck with, with some scheduling commitments and therefore might not be able to accommodate them. So between now and, and September the 9th when the Cowboys play that Thursday night game, uh, talk to me about where this Cowboy team goes and what they do this way. Besides just the routine stuff of, of practice, and I know they got some off dates built in there as well. Yeah, I think, you know, it's the Cowboys are about to obviously start the season, but they're about to be on, on a bit of a weird schedule, and I think that that's important. Um, you know, NFL coaches can be really regimented and you know, Jason Garrett, for example, when the Cowboys would play on, on Thanksgiving and then the Thursday after, he would insist that, you know, Friday was, was like Monday and, and Saturday was like Tuesday. He just had to look at it that way. Uh, the Cowboys open their season next Thursday, but then they get a week and a half to, you know, prep before they visit the Los Angeles Chargers. And then they get an extra amount of time because their home opener in week three is a Monday night game against the Philadelphia Eagles. So they will not play games on consecutive Sundays until weeks four and five. The, the first home game that the Cowboys play on a Sunday is not until October 1st. And so it's a little weird. Like, is, is that, you know, is that cause for panic or anything? No, it's, uh, but, I, but I do think it's a little bit weird for a group of people in NFL coaches that like to be very regimented, that like to have routine, that like to operate in a very linear black and white way. Um, and so they, they've had a lot of time to prep and they're going to have, again, they, they've had all off season to prep for the Tampa Bay game. They'll have a week and a half to prep for the chargers and then they'll have an extra day to prep for the Philadelphia Eagles. And so they, in that sense, they have that particular advantage. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, if they get through those first three games with two wins or even one win, I think that they're well positioned to be a playoff team. Two of their, their three toughest games are those first two games of the year. And so as long as they can survive those, I think they'll be okay. RJ, I, I may be nuts, but clear something up for me. Nah, he ain't, he ain't no well, maybe to it. Okay, but. I am nuts, but clear something out, up for me. Did Cooper rush? Jerry Jones was saying he's been in this system for three straight years now, and he, he knows this. Am I mistaken? Didn't he end up in New York on the Giants practice squad with Jason Garrett for a time period last year? You're not mistaken. Um, you know, it was – when the Cowboys cut Cooper Rush last year, because they did, I, I tweeted at the time that it would be the most predictable thing in the world for Jason Garrett's offense and obviously the New York Giants to claim it, and they did. Um, and obviously he didn't hang on with the Giants, just had a cup of coffee. And it was unfortunately really predictable that the Cowboys would bring him back. And, yeah, he knows the offense. I, I think, you know, I certainly understand that argument in a literal sense. But I this is frustrating. I mean, Cooper Rush is, is an undrafted free agent who has thrown three passes in his NFL career. Um, he actually, you know, the, the biggest role that Cooper Rush has ever played on the Cowboys is he beat Kellen Moore out to be the backup quarterback in 2017 to the point that Kellen Moore wound up getting cut and moved into the coaching profession. And so, uh, you know, big thanks to Cooper for accelerating that path, I guess. But, um, yeah, like in that sense, it just – you know, it never has made sense for the Cowboys to implicitly trust Cooper Rush. And and all due respect to him, again, um, they're doing that. Again, this is like, forget his history, like the last four years. But this is literally a quarterback who they cut last year, right? So like a year ago, they, you know, got into a room and said, all right, this dude, 
He's not like they kept Ben DiNucci over him last year. That's not a joke or, or you know, a hyperbole. That's a real fact. Um, and so what changed in a year? He, he went and spent more time with Jason Garrett. Um, and so it just I don't want to say it feels like nepotism it, it, or favoritism, but it just it seems like the convenient way out. And that's really frustrating that they couldn't find a way to put forth a little bit more effort to get somebody else that might be better for the overall cause. So, so is it Mike McCarthy and the coaching staff that like him, or is it the Jones family that likes him? Or is the answer I yes? <laughs> I think it's Kellen Moore. I mean, obviously, you know, Cooper Rush's entire career has been spent, you know, with Kellen Moore around, whether it's as his backup or as his teammate or as his quarterback's coach or as his offensive coordinator. And so, yeah, that makes sense, you know, that, that he understands the offense. But, you know, there are better quarterbacks. I would rather have better quarterbacks who have less of a, a grip or grasp on the offense that, that are more talented, that can make more things happen. I think, you know, the, the best archetype of quarterback is, is what Gardner Minshew is right now. The, the young guy who's still growing, who has started games very recently. I've said this before on some other shows. One of my fa- this is not a joke. One of my favorite moves that any NFL team made this offseason was the Buffalo Bills finding Mitchell Trubisky. And, you know, Mitchell's not great. I'm, I'm not trying to make that claim or anything. But if Josh Allen goes down, I mean, that's, that's the most quality – because you're not going to get, you know, a star quarterback to be your backup quarterback. But that's the most qualified type of archetype you can get for a pinch. And Cooper Rush is kind of the polar opposite of that. And, you know, hopefully he's not needed. Hopefully, you know, I'm all upset for no reason and, and we just kind of wasted a bunch of time. But it does feel like it, – it feels like a bit of arrogance just to assume, you know, either A, everything's going to work out fine in a sport where people crash into each other every moment, or B, Cooper Rush will just be great. Even though he's thrown three career passes, we'll totally be fine and this will work out exactly how we want it to at any given moment that we need it to. Sounds like you are a big Cooper Rush fan, uh, RJ. <laughs> tell us, tell us what uh, be, uh, what you're working on for Blog of the Boys right now. Well, we're obviously really excited for the season to start. We just wrapped up our roster reaction show uh, tonight. We'll be on live after Hard Knocks, uh, just kind of assessing the roster, what the Cowboys got right, what they didn't get right. Obviously, because we have all the answers to that. Um, and, and really starting our routine. You know, next week is, is the beginning of it all. It's, it's the beginning of the marathon. Uh, so just really, really excited that, that football's here and that we, we get to share it with you guys and be part of it with all. Um, so it's fun. I mean, we made it through the, the off season and the desert that it is, and so um, it's really exciting to be here and to be talking to you guys. As always, it's a pleasure. RJ, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. That's RJ Achoa from Blog of the Boys and uh, ESPN San Antonio. We continue with our Cowboy coverage this afternoon. It's time now for the Cowboy Report with Kristen Scales. And if you or a loved one suffer from chronic pain, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro is a board-certified pain specialist. Call Dr. Ali today at 469-562-4188. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. An NFL team is practicing inside AT&T Stadium this week, but it's not the Cowboys. We'll tell you about the New Orleans Saints temporary relocation to North Texas after this. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United presented by Globe Life and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entry.
entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to join today. That's DallasCowboys.com slash United. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Following the final preseason game over the weekend, NFL players were given three days off. So Cowboys players aren't back on the practice field until Thursday. But the New Orleans Saints had to alter their schedule over the weekend because of Hurricane Ida. Today is their second of three straight days of practice at AT&T Stadium. Cowboys executive vice president Stephen Jones tells of the call from the Saints head coach and general manager, which led to the Cowboys rolling out the welcome mat. Peyton and Mickey Loomis reached out to us and asked if they could practice. Want to do anything and everything we can to help. This is a tough day for many players across the league. The deadline for the mandatory roster cut down from 80 to 53 players is 3 o'clock this afternoon. With the Cowboys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. This Friday night, it's the Derrick Johnson Kickoff Classic at Waco ISD Stadium. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join us as the Waco Lions take on the Hippos of Hutto. Our coverage begins at 6.30 with the pregame show, the kickoff, and all the play-by-play at 7 o'clock. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Hutto. It's this Friday night at 6.30 here on ESPN Central Texas. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.com. US. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Dallas Cowboys has settled on Cooper Rush as the backup to Dak Prescott. As the Cowboys get the 53 roster limit today, they released Garrett Gilbert, who started three of their preseason games, and Ben DiNucci, a seventh-round pick in 2020. The NFL Players Association has accepted NFL's proposal for increased COVID-19 testing for fully vaccinated players. Fully vaccinated players will now be tested once every seven days, and they'll be offered option of testing twice a week. Astros win 4-3 over the Mariners. Game two of that series tonight, 9:05 first pitch. Rangers get back-to-back wins, beating the Rockies 4-3. Game two of that series, 7:05 tonight, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. The first UMHB coach Pete Fredenberg show is tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 6 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. Game time here on a Tuesday afternoon. I started to say Friday. I wish it was Friday. Uh, it's Tuesday <laughs> for the rest of the day. Drive safely as you make your way home. Tom and, and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. Let's uh, dive back in, talk some more football. The uh, Bears and Texas State coming up in the season opener for both clubs on Saturday, 6 p.m. kick. The network pregame begins at 4, and our tailgate show live from down at Bobcat Stadium in, in San Marcos begins at 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. Looking forward to that. Should be a lot of fun. You know who's going to join us? I, I, we're we're going to have Ty Harrington. Nice. Uh, Ty was the uh, former baseball coach. Uh, goodness, I, 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 bet, I bet close to 20 years in San Marcos at Texas State. Uh, but his family has a lot of Baylor ties. Uh, and, and we'll get into that with Ty uh, down there on, uh, on Saturday afternoon. He'll be um, – I think we're going to have Ty on around 3.30 uh, on Saturday afternoon, so that should be a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. It's a 5.23, 23 after 5. One of the things that uh, uh, that uh, Coach Aranda did talk about in the uh, in the press conference on Monday is that he's got a healthy football team. I know our players are excited about the opportunity to hit somebody else, and so uh, they're looking forward to this. But, uh, you know, we're healthy I feel it's where we're prepared. I feel our coaches are in a good spot, so excited to attack this. All things are good, Ward. I mean, they're healthy, they're mm-hmm. they're prepared, they're they're excited. I mean, all the things that you want to see and feel good about going into that first game, he he just said they are. So that, that's where you want to be at this point. Absolutely. That's all you can ask for. And now just polish it up. Yeah. Just polish it up and go play on Saturday. So there you go. So it will be the Bears and Texas State. And, again, our coverage will begin with the extended pregame show, the tailgate show, uh, and that will be at 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. High school football, you were mentioning, and, and by the way, for those just joining us, uh, the uh, the uh, head head football coach at uh, Axtell High School, Coach Rusty Reynolds, has uh, has decided to step down, and, and Justin Havard will – will replace him as the head coach, and Coach Reynolds will stay on as the uh, director of athletics uh, in Axtell. So just wanted to pass that along. Uh, but you were you were looking, and you said you, you there are already several games that have been postponed due to the, uh, the COVID outbreak. Yeah, several games canceled, completely just canceled, and then some have been moved. Uh, a big list for week two right now, and it, it may grow. I mean, we're sitting at Tuesday. So, uh, again, my brother's game 
last week I called you mm-hmm. Thursday night it got canceled before wow. Friday kickoff so I mean it's it's who knows how they're gonna they're just having to go through it but uh, a rundown of the list that have already been canceled around the state of Texas uh, Garland Naaman Forest and Flower Mound canceled Houston Westlake and Taylor Bishop and Corpus Christi John Paul Texarkana Texas and Texarkana Arkansas that's always a huge yes, game up it there is. a big game up there that's been canceled uh, Venus and Maypearl canceled. Uh, Grand Saline and Palmer, Grovington and Trinity, West Sabine and St. Augustine, uh, Bullard Brook Hill and Garrison, Hondo Little has been canceled. Uh, Buna and Hempel, Dallas Carter and Dallas Kimball, another crosstown rivalry has been canceled. Newton and Dieball canceled. Gladewater and Longview Spring Hill, Winters and uh, El Dorado, Gregory Portland and Los Fresnos. Born and San Antonio, Sam Houston, Crushing and Deweyville, uh, Celeste and Cumbie, Cleburne and Fort Worth Southwest, Timpson and Alto and Skidmore and Pettis have all been canceled. And then a handful of games already canceled for week three, Garland, Naaman Forest and Rockwall Heath. That game canceled already. Newman and uh, Red Oak has been canceled. And Duncanville versus Bishop Seymour in Ohio. That game has been canceled now. They were supposed to meet up in week three, so they've canceled that. Three or four games have been rescheduled, but uh, it, look, it, that list may grow as we go through this week as well. Wow. That's a lot of games. That is a lot of games. Did either of you read about the Bishop Sycamore story about how they got on ESPN and if yeah. they found out it was a fake high school? That's why I think that one wasn't Cobra-related. I think they canceled because – they found out that that was kind of a fake high school. Yeah, and ESPN didn't quite do their homework. They did not. As they were preparing for that telecast, and then they uh, got thumped around pretty good, and it was it was kind of an embarrassment, but uh, <laughs> nonetheless. All right, it's uh, 527. We're 27 after 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to talk some more Baylor football coming up in a couple of minutes. Jerry Hill from the Baylor Bear Insider is going to join us here in just a couple of minutes. But right now, we're going to talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. They're located at 201 West Loop 340 down from Highway 84. And, of course, you can always check them out at alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. You know, August is uh, is a hot month, and they've got it going on at Alan Samuels. They're turning up the heat and making some great deals, such as the 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star Edition with total values off of $62.50. Or you can get 2.9% financing for 72 months on that vehicle, plus – Plus an additional $2,000 in bonus cash. I like bonus cash. I'm a big fan. Uh, That's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. Uh, You can also check out the new 2021 Grand Cherokee L Laredo, or the Cherokee Laredo, rather, with total values of $3,500 off for 0% for 48 months, plus $2,000 in bonus cash. There's the bonus cash again. Uh, that's at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. And again, you can uh, check them out online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
Coming up, it's four days away from kickoff for Dave Aranda and the Bears this Saturday in San Marcos. We'll hear from him straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Welcome to Toyota's National Sales Event. Thanks, Jen. You know, I've been waiting to get a great deal on a new Toyota all year. Great deals are kind of our thing. Right now, we've got exciting offers on our lineup of 2021s, like Camry, Corolla, RAV4, Tacoma. Oh, wait, look at that Highlander. Jen, do you mind watching Chance? Oh, um, okay. Thanks, Jen. You're the best. Listen, Chance, I run a tight ship around here, so I don't want any funny business. Aw, who's a good boy? Toyota's national sales event is on, but these offers won't last long. Visit your participating Toyota dealer today. No chance. That's a display. It's not real grass. Right now, qualified buyers can get 2.49% APR financing for 72 months on a new 2021 Tacoma. Toyota, let's go places. Visit toyota.com for details. Offers available in select states and N9721. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It is now four days and counting till Baylor football kicks off the 2021 season on the road in San Marcos against Texas State. And the game will feature the first start in his Baylor career for Gary Bohannon, the junior from Earl, Arkansas. Here's head coach Dave Aranda talking about the qualities that Bohannon brings to the position. I feel he is he did everything we asked him to do. I feel like um, you know I, I, you could you could sense, especially at the completion of that second scrimmage, you could sense, or at least my gut told me that the team was ready for it, that it was wanting to have a uh, you know someone named and someone to. Uh, when the, when we're breaking a huddle, that they can look in the look eye to eye and and you know let's get this. You could feel I, you could sense that really, and so it seemed it felt like it was the right time. And then like like mentioned earlier, he was coming off just a real strong performance with probably the the most expectations slash pressure slash adversity, and so it it felt like it was it was a good time to do it. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears in action this Saturday in San Marcos against Texas State. The Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show is on the air at 4 p.m. Saturday. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff for the Bears and the Bobcats. Television Saturday on ESPN+. And a reminder about our first Baylor Coaches Show of the semester. It comes up tomorrow night, 6 to 7 p.m., live from Rudy's. And right here on ESPN Central Texas Come join us and hear from volleyball head coach Ryan McGuire and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday at 6, live from Rudy's. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears open the season on the road Saturday against the Bobcats at Texas State in San Marcos, and we'll be there with the Baylor Tailgate Show, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Hi, this is Tom Barth. 
Join Matt Mosley, Clark Smith, and me as we break down the game, bring you scores and interviews. It's the Baylor Tailgate Show, and it's this Saturday at 2 o'clock, live from Bobcat Stadium in San Marcos on ESPN Central Texas. Get ready, get set, go. Run, don't walk to Waco's newest sidewalk obstacle courses. Fun for the whole family. Get active visiting each unique obstacle course at three local parks. You can find our new community-inspired sidewalk obstacle courses at the Bledsoe Miller, Dewey, and South Waco Park, right next to the playground area. Get outside, get active, and most of all, have fun. This message is brought to you by Live Well Waco and the Waco McLennan County Public Health District. For more information, visit us on the Live Well Waco Facebook page. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com why do business with ubo business solutions it's simple 94 percent first time fix rate means that 94 percent of the time when our technician leaves your office your device is back to full functionality all systems installed and serviced by ubo have operating levels above 99 percent we accomplish this through expert technicians and preventative maintenance since 2004 97 percent customer retention means we are taking care of our clients call sean hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Dallas Cowboys has settled on Cooper Rush as the backup to Dak Prescott. As the Cowboys get the 53 roster limit today, they released Garrett Gilbert, who started three of their preseason games, and Ben DiNucci, a seventh-round pick in 2020. The NFL Players Association has accepted NFL's proposal for increased COVID-19 testing for fully vaccinated players. Fully vaccinated players will now be tested once every seven days, and they'll be offered option of testing twice a week. Astros win 4-3 over the Mariners. Game two of that series tonight, 9:05 first pitch. Rangers get back Back-to-back wins, beating the Rockies 4-3. Game two of that series, 7:05 tonight, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. The first UMHB coach Pete Fredenberg show is tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 6 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a uh, Tuesday afternoon. If you're on your way home, drive safely as uh, as uh, we wrap up a workday. Hey, I think we are now joined by the by the master of Baylor Bear Insider, Mr. Jerry Hill. Jerry, good afternoon. Tommy, how are you? I am terrific. I, I, I'm jazzed up. We got another week of high school football and then – of course, Saturday we'll uh, we'll all be in San Marcos for the Bears and the Bobcats. I, I, I'm I'm sure you're kind of jazzed as well. I am. I you know it was one of those deals where, and I didn't even realize there were some other there were some college games this past weekend. I man, I would have loved to have gone ahead and got started this last week, but uh, yeah, it's re- it's time, Tom. I mean, they've they've been going at it for a while now, and uh, yeah, ready for uh, hopefully some normalcy this year. <laughs> 
that's kind of what you're looking for. So uh, see how the Bears do down in uh, San Marcos. Are, are you surprised, or, or maybe not surprised is the word, but the, the, the Bears are opening on the road, and this is the eighth mm-hmm. meeting between these two teams, and the first yep. that's going to be in San Marcos. The other seven were in Waco. Yeah, I think part of that is, you know, some of that was when uh, before they moved up. Um, you know, so you had a lot of those games uh, when they were uh, in that, I guess, FCS or Division One AA level. So naturally you would play all those at home. And, you know, now that they're on, you know, kind of equal footing, not in a Power Five, but, you know, in an FBS um, conference, I think, you know, it makes more sense. And I think this one was like a two-for-one or three-for-one. So, you know, they'll have to come to, to Baylor for two or three games. So, uh, you know, it makes more sense now. Uh, but certainly when they, you know, before they moved up to that level, I don't think you would have gone down to San Marcos. But considering it's a series, I think that goes back to like 99, the fact that Baylor's never played in San Marcos, I guess that is a little surprising. Jerry, when you look at that, this game and taking all that into consideration, even them moving up, should this be a yeah. game that the Bears kind of have at hand and really can evaluate some of the depth chart with in in the same type of, fashion that you know this one shouldn't maybe competitive early but shouldn't be competitive late I guess I should say yeah I mean I think there's a little bit of unknown with uh Texas State and and you know particularly playing on the road um yes you're right Ward I think I think if you looked at talent versus talent you know I think Baylor you know would would lead in all those categories but uh you know the fact that they've got 18 transfers, uh, three starting in the secondary, three starting in the offensive line. Um, there's a there's a lot of unknowns about them. So I mean, you can turn on the film and look at last year and and see what they were, but it may not be exactly what you see Saturday. So I think, like you said, I think early on it's going to be you know kind of some feeling out a little bit, and 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 you have to make adjustments as you go along. But you know that's that's why they get paid the big bu- big bucks, right? I mean they're you know, they're going to get paid to uh, make those kind of adjustments. And, and, yeah, I think certainly, ideally, you go in there and you take care of business and, and you let, uh, you know, second and third teamers play a good bit in this game and get a look at, you know, guys like Jacob Zeno and Blake Shapin and, and some of the younger receivers and backs. Jerry, you mentioned it, but that it is an interesting thing. When I was looking at their roster just uh, yeah. earlier today, uh, they have a ton of players that have either JUCO experience, started someplace else, or just flat out transferred. I mean, you know, they all had to buy roadmaps, I guess, to get find San Marcos. San Marcos, yeah. How do you how do you get to San Marcos from like Idaho or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. And I mean, I think the 18 transfers was this year, right? So if you yeah, if you look at their whole roster, it's filled with guys that have played other places. So uh, you know, obviously that's the way that uh, Coach Spavital is has tried to build this program, and, you know, obviously they struggled last year. But, Tommy, I kind of went back and looked at their schedule, and, and, you know, a little bit like Baylor, they had a lot of one-score games. I, I think with SMU it was 31-24 in the season opener last year. They uh, they played on the road at Boston College, and it was 24-21. So, you know, yeah, they were 2-10, and 10, um, but they got 12 games in, for one thing. That's, that's, that's to be credited for that. But, but they were in a lot of games, is my point. So, I mean, I think the 2-10 and 10 record is a little misleading. Um, but, yeah, you're right. They, they have definitely, you know, loaded up on the transfers and gone that route instead of building a lot from the high school. I think, I think it's a deal where he's still trying to build that program and get it where he wants to get it. But, you know, that's a guy that has a, 
pretty good track record himself with uh, OC stops at you know West Virginia with Dana Holgerson uh, with at A and M with uh, Coach Sumlin and and at California with Sonny Dyke. So Coach Spavital has a pretty good resume, and and I think he's just trying to build stuff there at Texas State. Jerry, am I mistaken, or what, is is he the one that did not do any full scholarships this past year to freshmen? Was that was that Texas State, wasn't it? I don't remember. I'd have to look into that, Ward. I, I don't remember if that was the case or not. It may be, though. I mean, because like I said, they had 18 transfers on this year's roster. That's that's That came in this year. So you may be right. They may not have given any to freshmen. That's where you put the, the medical tape on the helmet and write their name on it because you yeah, don't know who's yeah, who. Hey, who's this guy? You know? <laughs> Jerry, you, We're at camp. you brought it up uh, at, at the at the media uh, meeting with uh, Coach Aranda on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he settled on his quarterback. There's no question about yep. that. But they yep. certainly, publicly anyway, haven't settled on the offensive line. No, they haven't. I think that's still you know a little bit of a work in progress. But I think they've had a pretty good idea – uh, and I think maybe you and I have talked about it. I, I think they have a pretty good idea, particularly of those three inside spots. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you don't know exactly where they're going to play. I think Jacob Gall is going to get the start at center. So I think that leaves Grant Miller and uh, Xavier Newman-Johnson at the, at the two guards. You know that Connor Galvin is going to be at left tackle. So you've got four of your five spots settled. So I think it just comes down to right tackle. And I think it's, you know, Khalil Keith, uh, Gavin Byers, those t- type of guys. Uh, guys with some experience, so I, I, I think they're getting really close, Tommy. Uh, and certainly, you need to this week. You know, you need to have kind of that five that you know that you want to go into it with. But like we talked out talked about before, they do have that depth where I think you are going to be able to roll some guys in and maybe move some guys around, try to figure out still try to figure out the best place for everybody and keep everybody fresh. You know, I, I, they have not had that. Uh, I, I'd have to go back and look when this was the last time they had that kind of depth. And I would say talent, too, at offensive line. I was talking to Nick Lawrence about it earlier today. I don't remember an offensive line, you know, and probably since Coach Bryles at least, that has had that kind of depth uh, and, and talent in the offensive line. What does this defense need to do to make its statement on Saturday? Um, I, I think you need to uh, – I, I don't know that you live with that. But I think you want to make some big plays. I think you want to force some turnovers. I want you. I think you want some tackles for loss. You know, Coach talked about it the other day. Their ability to just stay in base and not have to, you know, throw a whole lot of stuff out there. And I think ideally in these first couple of games, that's what you want. You want to just play some base, some basic defense, and then when you need to, throw a couple things out there. But I think you try to get through these first couple of games as base as you can get, as basic as you can get. Um, but, yeah, I think, uh, you know, for them, for this defense, I think they probably go into it with the mentality that we want to shut out. Uh, but, yeah, I think the big plays, the turnovers, the tackles for losses, the sacks, I think that's what you look for from this defense. And, and uh, Ward, they've got a lot of experience and depth on that uh, defense, particularly in the secondary. All those guys are back, uh, and, and all of them have had a lot of starts. So I, I think it starts there with a secondary that's capable of making big plays. Jerry, I, I want to. I'm, I'm curious to watch uh, watch the nose tackle position. Just mm-hmm. see how yeah. he, see how they approach blocking him. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Texas State does because I mean, Coach Aranda. I don't know if you would consider it throwing out the gauntlet, but I mean, he's basically said this guy can't be blocked 
by they one double person. Him. Yeah, they, yeah, they, got to double him. I mean, he pretty much says that just flat out. So, you know, I, I can't imagine Texas State trying to single block him, um, you know, with a center. Uh, but I don't know, you know, what they have at center. So, yeah, I think that's going to – I think it would be a long night if you try to single block that guy all night. I, You know, regardless of how you start, I think you're going to find out really quick, oh, we got to double this guy or he's going to be in our backfield all night. Jerry, when you talk about the, this game coming up Saturday, you know, we were talking earlier and I said, if nothing else, Baylor should just out-athlete them across the board. Does that give them an opportunity in special teams to maybe have some really big plays because of that? Yeah, I think so, Ward. I mean, and you go back and, I, you know, I'm not saying uh, Kansas and Texas State are the same, but you remember last year's season opener where Tristan Ebner scored twice on kickoff returns. You could <laughs> see those same type of plays, though. I mean, seriously, because, um, you know, and Tristan's not the only guy back there. They've got some other guys that can go. Uh, they got some young guys that are that are really capable of, of breaking big plays. So yeah, you would think so. You would think that they could make some big plays in the uh, special teams and particularly on the returns. So that would be good to see. Um, you know, Treston I think will be back there, but I, I think you could see you know like a Josh Fleeks or Tyquan Thornton, somebody like that 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 very capable of, of hitting the home run as well. Jerry, obviously they want to win the football game. That's the ultimate goal when, when they get on the bus to head down to, to San Marcos. What do you think some of the other things that uh, uh, Coach Aranda and the staff are looking for coming out of this first one? Yeah, I think, Tom, one of the things would be just, uh, you know, how do we travel? You know, I mean, um, they, you know, they hadn't played a non-conference game in two years. So, you know, and, and even though it's a short trip, you know, how do we travel? Um, you know, how do we, you know, maintain everything? Let's get in a routine. Because, again, they had no routine last year. Um, there was no normalcy last year. So can you get in that normal routine, and, and how do you handle all that? You know, just, you know, whether it's the hotel room, um, you know, eating that night, just all of that. I think that's part of it. Uh, but then certainly, um, you know, you want to come out of it healthy. Uh, and I think uh, offensively, uh, and he talked about it, you really want to develop that identity. You really want to find out kind of who you are. I think they have a good idea of who they are. But if they can establish that this week, I think that would be huge just moving forward. You know, if you can kind of establish that identity where, you know, this is what we're going to do, and we're going to do it really good. We may not, you know, do a whole lot, um, but we're going to do it really well. Jerry, as always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate your time today. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. We'll see you Saturday. Jerry Hill uh, from the Baylor Bear Insider. It's 547. This is ESPN Central Texas. Athletic Sam Con Jr. And I think that that is to me why I think the Big 12 has to viability long term if they can pull together because if that plan sticks and you still are going with the sixth highest ranked champion, then the Big 12 is going to have a spot even in its reduced form if they go out and expand. Those guaranteed bids give your team and your league a spot in the party, and I think 12 teams is still viable if they keep the proposal as it is. And I think it still makes sense for the Big 12 to try to fix Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco, a place where over-the-top enthusiasm and culture is the daily norm. Come watch your game with us and enjoy mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine. Prepare fresh enough from scratch kitchen. Enjoy wings, burgers, po'boys, seafood, and alligator. And don't forget the Boom Boom Shrimp. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. till close. And all day Sunday, Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco. Check us out online at locations.walk-ons.com. Walk-Ons in Waco, where everyone is treated like family.
The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. The Real Texas Gun Show is back at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas Saturday, September 4th and Sunday, September 5th. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a gun show where small mom-and-pop vendors can share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. The Real Texas Gun Show at 2801 West Waco Drive at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. It's the Real Texas Gun Show at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum Saturday, September 4th and Sunday, September 5th. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Five fifty, ten away from six. Coming up in a few minutes, John Morris will rejoin us with our Big Twelve Blitz. Get you up to date on what's going on around the conference, uh, the Big Twelve Conference. We'll do that in just a few minutes, and then uh, coming up tonight at six thirty, the Rangers look for a three in a row winning streak. Don't snicker over there, Ward. You gotta. I mean, you gotta believe. You got to believe. No, I don't. You're snickering over there about my three game winning streak. <laughs> So that's what the Rangers are looking at. They're looking at an opportunity to go on a three-game winning streak. You, you know, why, why, why not? Why not them? Why, it can be done. It, it can be done. You know, no, I'm gonna look won't. up. I, you know, I don't know. I honestly don't know what their longest winning streak is this season. I, it can't be very many. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. Uh, thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. We uh, appreciate uh, Coach Terry Garrick from Conley coming on the program. Wish them the best against the uh, La Vega Pirates on Friday night. Uh, thanks to Jerry Hill for being a part of the show and to R.J. Ochoa for talking Cowboy football with us. We'll do it again tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. Until then, have yourself a great day. For Aaron and Ward, I'm Tom. Good night. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. A daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, there's a change in the schedule in the Big 12 for this Saturday. Not due to COVID, thank the Lord, but this one due to the weather. Give you details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz.
Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors Baylor Athletics trust. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics wants to get you back in the game. The Baylor Bookstore is your spot for all the gear John and the crew wear. Available 24 hours, 7 days a week at BaylorShop.com. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Lifetime Powertrain Certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Now back to today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Here again is the voice of the Bears. And back on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. You've heard the news by now that Oklahoma, number two in the nation in the preseason poll, scheduled to open the season this Saturday in New Orleans against Tulane. Well, due to the after effects of Hurricane Ida, that game has been moved to Norman. Here is OU head coach Lincoln Riley. I'm excited to get a... Uh unexpected uh, extra home game here uh, obviously not not uh, you know it's not the circumstances any of us would want it under uh, and, and certainly the thoughts and prayers go out to everybody affected by by the hurricane uh, certainly the the Tulane football team uh, all that they've been going through being relocated you know, I know a lot of guys you know from that area you know so certainly thoughts and prayers with them their families the staff the families um, you know, excited that we were able to come together and find a way to, to make this happen and give credit to, to both administrations for, for doing a lot of work in a short amount of time. It's, uh, you know, even me being on, on this side of it, you don't really realize all it takes to put together a football game and to host this many people and to do it on, on short notice when you